Hello, I'm Marco Michael Jordan, Agile coach from Germany. Hello, I'm Joan Lozano, Agile coach from Barcelona. And today's topic is product manager. What are they actually managing? So we wanted to talk today about the product manager role and what are they actually managing? So maybe Marco, what do you think? What do they manage actually? Yeah, actually that's, that's a really good question. Um, and I think uh, when, when, when thinking about the role of the product manager, sometimes I feel that uh, um, companies also use other roles to describe actually what they mean, you know, with a product manager and, and the activities that come with the product manager. So there's also the role of the product owner that I think uh, a lot of companies use and most of the other people should be familiar with. Um, and also the project manager. Um, and maybe we can um, like trying to answer the question by also looking into those three different roles again and uh, try to make a little bit the differentiation between the roles, as I mentioned, the product owner, the product manager and the project manager. For me, the product owner actually is a, a role used pretty much in the, in the framework of Scrum again. Um, and it's also a role that is very, at least from how I perceive it, connected to a dev team. Um, so it's really a team role, I would say. And what I do observe uh, is that the product owner is actually a role, you know, being there to manage the backlog, more or less being accountable for the right prioritization, um, and also the translation of, you know, kind of user needs into the team um, and also in the end to accept whatever the team is building uh, based on the requirements. But it's a role that is very connected to the team, as I said, very closely managing also the, the work and the backlog um, and also closely managing the, um, I would say, the product development also in the delivery phase a lot. And by saying that, I would also um, claim that this role is very much tactical and operationally work focused. I'm not saying that the product owner, as I observe it, is not, you know, thinking about product vision and, and, and those kind of more strategic things. Um, but it's not the emphasis, I would say, of how many companies use the role of the product owner. Would you agree to that or would you even add to that or do you see it differently? Yeah, I do agree. Actually, um, I think that the product owner role, most of the product owners that I know, they don't know anything about discovery. Um, I think that the role, it's more about collecting the requirements mm -hmm. and just writing them down <clears throat> and just writing them down for the development team to execute on them. Um, but nothing else, right? I would maybe even add, um, and maybe we come to that making comparison when talking about the product manager, but I would add one more task, which goes along with the whole stakeholder communication. So as you said, right, they were kind of translating the, the, the requirements into something that can be developed by the team. And then also like communicated back to the, the person or the group of people who required required it, right? So it's more like stakeholder management, I would say, the product owner is actually doing. Totally. And I think that also it's about protecting the team from the stakeholders, 
right? Mm -hmm. So I, it's seen a lot this this role to be kind of covering the team that nothing that it's that could hurt the team is going to the development team, right? Yeah. For me, on the contrary, all the roles that we're going to take talk uh, later on um, are different because you don't have this protect the team anymore more like build a relation which is a bit different mentioning the product manager do you see anything that you know is is as uh is different from the product owner role then yes as you mentioned before product owner can deal more with backlogs and so on i see the product manager being less into the operational parts of the of, of this backlog and filling the backlog and presenting the backlog, I see the product manager more into the discovery and leading the discovery of the product up until everything is ready for the development team to, to take on this, right? It's more orchestrating the entire process than actually being an operational part inside the process. Yeah, actually, uh, yes, definitely. And I was thinking of also, that would mean that the product manager is operating also on a very strategic level, because as you mentioned, discovery also begins with, you know, sensing market dynamics, you know, generating a deep understanding about customer needs and problems. And for me, that would come with a very strategic view on a product or a service. Um, and you said it, right, orchestrating the whole process around it like from discovery to delivery. And I would even go so far as saying like orchestrating the life cycle of a product or service, which also could mean that a product manager in the end would decide to, I don't know, maybe kill a product or service, right? That is not performing like economically or what's whatsoever. Um, does it make sense? Totally, it makes sense. And I think that I would love to see this killing more often mm -hmm. because I think that we are used to continue investing on in the things that we already built, even if the value that they provide, it's very small. And it's a good practice from the companies to kill those features that are not valuable enough. Yeah. And it's very strategical from um, the PM especially, but also we see that skill also on the PO, for example, mm -hmm. to decide if something is not working to kill them or at least propose to kill that feature that would you know i would translate it in terms of competencies um and i would like to to speak about required competencies also for each of those roles uh, maybe later um but that would also mean that you're quite good with numbers right because um like making those strategic decisions would also mean that you really are aware of the business case of a product or service and can make decisions based on certain things that you observe, right? I think so. But there's another role, there's the product analyst, or mm -hmm. there are different names for, for the role of the people that reads data and is able to take um, decisions based on data. And even though the PM, I do expect to have some skills around data, maybe not as a skill as a product analyst. Mm -hmm. So maybe these PMs can have a product analyst where they are working together in order to find out those things. Yeah. But of course, I would expect some level of data understanding from the PMs. Um, before we jump too much into competencies, because you know this is quite an interesting discussion, uh, I would say, um, what about the project manager? I think we mentioned that role also 
you know, in the bucket of, of, of roles that kind of manage products uh, or services. And like, do you, do you see any difference or characteristics of the product project manager? For me, it's a matter of the practices because I see also the project manager as someone that could orchestrate some processes, right? But it's not seen from the product perspective, it's seen from the project perspective. Mm -hmm. When you manage products, you know that there is no one end. Yeah. That you will need to always continuously improve the product. But when you manage it from the project perspective, you know there is a beginning and it, there is an end, period. Right, and this is a very change of mindset on how to tackle those those, those things. Yeah, I like that you you talk about mindset um, here because what I also do observe, and I think you kind of teased about this a little bit before, is that sometimes I observe companies treating the product life cycle, which is a continuous process or should be, as more or less like a process that has a start and an end. Right, which means also that you know, it's more like handled as a project. And that some very important parts, like, you know, also observing how your feature or service performs after a launch was done, right? Or working with concepts like MVP. Uh, you know, this is not really what I observe quite often, but rather, you know, there is a requirement. We need to get this requirement done uh, in, in a certain time. Um, to hit a certain deadline. And after that, there's a new requirement that we are going to work on. This more feels like a project for me. Totally. And if you have a company that is set up like this, that you go from requirement to requirement and you jump from one to the other and that's it. Yeah, may, then maybe it makes more sense to have product, uh, sorry, it makes more sense to have project managers than product managers. Right? Yeah. Because you're treating your product as a project and not as a product itself. So then maybe you need project managers with skills in project management. Mm -hmm. But if you really see your company and your product as a something that it's a lie and it needs to evolve every day. And if you don't evolve it every day, you can lose the, the race mm -hmm. against other companies. Then um, maybe you need to think differently. Mm -hmm. And the project management project manager or the classical project manager it's not any more suitable for this. And you need to see things from a, a different point of view. Uh, and then I think that project managers in, in their competencies, I'm talking about competencies now, um, it's more about budget allocation and controlling budget, controlling um, uh, the, the outputs of the team and so on. But the product, the product manager, I would expect to control not the output, but control the, or control review the, the outcomes that the, so the team is actually achieving what it's meant to achieve. Mm -hmm. But also to understand not budgeting, but the product development processes, mm -hmm. such as lean maybe or design thinking, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't expect that from a project manager. I was just having, having like one question in my mind, but maybe that could be a good topic for a, a next podcast, which, you know, I was thinking whether project management is dead, you know, but let's not uh, jump into that right now. I would say. Um, it's a good question. I will not it down. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we, we, we go more into the competencies uh, um, 
uh, question right now. Um, would you say there is a difference in terms of competencies comparing the product owner and the product manager? I think so, as we spoiled before. Mm -hmm. As you said, the product owner is more operational. So I would expect him to be, for example, really detailed on his explanations, um, really organized on, on tickets, for example, on the request he's writing, um, sorry, on the request that they are writing and, and so on. But on the strategical side, I, it's not required for a product owner to, to have a strategic in mind, right? But on the product manager role, I would see some um, the need of having a strategic mind. What do you think? Yeah, I would also say that the biggest difference for me is that the strategic, you know, uh, cognitive cognitive competences that you need. That's that also comes for me with you know being analytical. I mean, you mentioned that there are like roles that support um, dealing with numbers and stuff, right? But I think you still need to connect all the information that you gather um, in terms of market dynamics, competi competition and how competition is, is evolving, but also internal knowledge that has like, you know, that is collected within the company. I think that the PM should be able to hold all those things together and then make viable decisions on how to continue with all those informations. And I think this is way more about handling complexity also and uncertainty that then it would be, you know, for a product owner who, as we said, maybe a little bit unfairly, but, you know, just managing requirements and making actually those requirements uh, doable, right? So, yes, I would say there is that strategic dimension, the handling of complexity and information. Um, and also, I think it touches then other um, disciplines that are also part of the discovery process, because you mentioned, right, that the product manager should orchestrate the, the process of discovery uh, uh, also. Um, and in the discovery process, there are also questions like, how do I actually later on market my product or service? Like, how do I bring it to the customer? What's my strategy behind it? And I think there are expertise in a company to do so, but the product manager needs not only the network to those people, so he should be or she should be a very strong communicator and not just, you know, a stakeholder manager, but really some, someone who brings people together at the right time um, and also should have a good understanding of the other disciplines and what kind of questions they ask themselves daily, you know, like, for instance, a marketing department would, would do. And to add to this, I mean, I would also say that a product owner needs very strong lateral leadership competencies and also needs to understand very heavily what is going on within a team, like what are the dynamics in a team, you know, um, how to even uh, increase like self-organizing competencies of a team as well to a certain extent. Um, but the product manager needs to do this on a bigger scale, I would say, because that, you know, he, he or she is involved in, uh, in, in way more uh, disciplines of the company, I would say. Yeah. And in the end, I think that it's a good practice to give each product manager the area of influence of the product, right? So they can become experts of this area because the complexity of every area of the product, it could differ a lot, Yeah. right? Yeah. And maybe the network that they need to build could be different. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not trivial to just assign product managers to a team. I think that there's, there's a conscious decision behind of assigning product managers to a part of the product. 
and cannot be a, a part that is kind of blurry should be a really defined part with where they can deep down understand gather insights and then make the best decisions out of it yeah and as you said gather all the people around this that it's their extended team let's say yeah with people from all the departments because here i'm doing the, uh, the assumption that there is no a true cross-functional team with all the rules involved right if they're company to have this perfect but it's not super common in the industry um let's assume there is no product manager uh, let's assume there is no product owner but a product manager how close do you still see the product manager with the developers or the the qa specialist or whatever role is there also to to make sure delivery is happening you mean the product manager yeah like how close do you still see that role with the dev team as we said that the product owner is kind of a role within the team even right so I think that there should be some touch points. Uh, I think that, for example, the, the plannings, for sure, there's something that the, the problem manager should be there, right? And even if we go to the classical Scrum framework, the refinements also um, could be there to give more details and explain and so on. Even I think that they act as a nexus of things, so they can be consulted in any moment, right? Mm -hmm. Although I see that role a bit decoupled, from the engineering team so maybe for their area of influence they need they need to jump from one team to the other in depending on the needs or even manage two teams because in case that they are i don't know there is a product that they need to be that involve two three teams maybe it's not worth to have two three different product managers when they are just tackling the same thing and maybe they can um have one problem manager that's the nexus of all of this because yeah. the network is the same would you then say and i don't have a personal answer to that yet but would you then say that having the role of the pm would also require a certain maturity level of the engineering team it depends i would say in the perfect world yes i would see that we need um, a mature team to 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 be able to work with the product manager perfectly but i don't think it's a strong requirement i think that you can have pms um working with engineering teams no matter what the maturity is as, but realizing that the maturity is not there and working on it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um even i think that some teams have this role of the team lead or the engineer manager whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. where can team up with the product manager to help on that relation right I agree. That's a good point. So there, there should be a strong collaboration with whatever we call the role of an engineering team, but also that holds strings together within the engineering team, right? I was coming from, you know, the reason why I asked that question is because I asked myself that with the product owner role, and if there is such a role, there is someone who kind of orchestrates work, right, on an operational level, who gives some guidance to the engineers. But if the product manager moves a little bit out of that role, um, even as you said, maybe taking care of two or three teams who would need to collaborate closely, then there, there is a void and that void needs to be filled by someone, right? And then I was just asking myself, like, who could that be? Would that require a higher self-organizing competence within a team? 
or would that mean that another role that might be existing already like jumps into that right so could be solved differently i would say but yes i would agree to you it's not like a very strong requirement it can be covered right somehow do you think that there are companies where they have both roles the pm and the po yeah that's a good question what i saw with the, like with some companies is that there is a product owner and there's something like a scaled product owner but the scaled product owner was more or less like orchestrating that product owners of the different teams are not working against each other you know what i mean rather okay. than the scaled product owner being somewhat of a product manager and i don't know what's the reason for that right if that's just like something that evolutionary would happen anyway right that the scaled product owner would move a little bit more into the product manager role but the way i observed it it was set up a little bit differently but maybe that's like like due to the lack of of, of companies that are that i've seen i don't know how, how it's about you i'm not sure to be honest i think that i see that when whether the PO transitions to a PM, for example, a company that transitions from having POs to having PMs, as you said, there is a void generated there. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some companies high roles that they do kind of the middle step, mm -hmm. which they are not super senior roles, more like junior PMs, let's say, mm -hmm. where they can be there to learn how to do the job of the PM but without acting fully as it as there is a PM. Mm -hmm. uh, although I ask myself if these roles are just a temporary solution mm -hmm. or really something that can that it's not waste, because those type of roles is really easy, they become waste, right? Um, and it's supposed that, that and it's supposed that the team of really good engineers are able to self-organize without um a, a a PO needing to write them all the tickets and prioritizing all the tickets, right? I think we touched a little bit like the challenges that, you know, companies might face when introducing the role of the PM. Um, maybe talking about this a little bit like more intense, do you see more challenges implementing the role of the PM on, and the way we, we draw the role? Like, do you think there is anything that, you know, companies could fall about? You talked about the maturity of the teams, of the engineering teams, right? Um, let me add, what about the maturity of the companies itself? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the companies try to apply this product manager rule without fully understanding what is the product manager rule and then not being able to, to, to empower these roles to perform at their best. What do you think? What, what are the challenges that you see? Yeah, I like, I like your point that you make because I was thinking about leadership and as we said, right, like typically uh, companies are um, steered around leadership positions or by leadership positions in terms of hierarchical power. That's how we define leadership, right, a lot of uh, uh, times. Uh, but here, actually, as we sketched, the PM role is a role that is very powerful and should be enabled, as you put it. <clears throat> and that would mean that we have a culture that is actually accepting that someone with non-hierarchical power is making very business critical decisions. And, and that's not someone you know, who is ranked in the top management somehow, but it's someone who works with also the operational levels of the company. And that requires 
for me a certain mindset shift also in terms of how we look at leadership. I don't know, maybe to add to this, as I'm just thinking, um, a lot of companies still are organized, you know, in a way where you have, I don't know, a marketing department, a product department, a tech department, or whatever department, right? And I think the PM role, as we put it, is kind of orchestrating work between those departments, which also means that, um, structural wise the company you know ha should have the maturity of reflecting whether their own structure is still fitting right and also if all the departments that i just mentioned are accepting that the role of the pm is such a let's call it powerful or, or crucial role to to be and that's that's a huge challenge i see i know how you how do you see it totally the pm role by definition it's a disruptor Mm -hmm. because it works across all the departments and it have a very a very important goal that it's about making the best product for the for the users right so that could go against some power structures that exist in the companies yeah and the problem of the, so the idea of this role it's really powerful and really good i think but if the structure doesn't give the power to the pm that it, they need then we could end up to very frustrated pms maybe one last thought to add here because it might sound as we kind of um enlighten the pm right to be the role of the company without that role there's nothing going on in terms of product or service development i would say that also one more challenge is then to find the right levels of accountability responsibilities and delegation between all those people to not disappoint right to still allow for all the different perspectives and to still allow for all the expertised people to make what they are best in right so it's not the pm role now taking over all the tasks and activities and decision power but we just mean that this role could be the one orchestrating right and bringing all the puzzle pieces together um, that are often so loosely coupled Totally. There is no, there shouldn't be a fight between who decides, right? Because the PM role, it's, uh, uh, so it's the one that sometimes will decide, but because of the expertise that, that he builds by the relations that he has, yeah. right? Exactly. But if, if this role is lived only from, I have the power, I decide, and that's it, then it's never going to work. Last but not least, in terms of challenges, I would add, and we touched this a little bit with our competencies discussion, is actually, you know, when a company decides to move from product owner to, to product managers, or even, as we said, maybe they are still product owners and they are still on top like product managers. But what, however you, you, you frame it, there needs to be some support helping people to develop into such a role, right? As the competences are quite different not totally different, right? There, is, there are a lot of similarities, I would say, but there's also some, some extra competencies that the role of the PM just requires in terms of communication skills, for instance. And people should be helped, right? It's, it's nothing that you can throw people into the cold water and, and hope that they can, can swim by themselves, right? Maybe there are those talents out there, but a company is, is, is or should be investing then in, in, in helping those people to develop into those roles. That's, yeah, one more thought that I would like to add here. Totally. And I think that we'll see in the, in the future um, an evolution of this role. Because I think for me, it's one of 
the crucial roles on the product development companies. And I think that we will see how this role evolves and, and how it, let's say, flourish on the industry uh, of the products. Yeah. So, Marco, um, thank you so much for your time. I hope that we answered the question of what are they actually managing? Yes, it was a pleasure talking to you again, John, about this topic. And as we said before, maybe we even have created a new topic to talk about the next podcast we do. So thanks for listening. Thank you so much. See you in the next episode.